Welcome to the Yada 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 podcast, where we interview members of the local Brisbane arts community. We go behind to find out what makes the artist tick. Welcome back to the Yada Yada podcast by Starving Kids. Today we've got Phoebe Fleming, also known as Squig Out, to talk about her art today. So we're taking a little bit of a diversion from music and talking about art. How's your day been? It's been good, thank you. How about you? Yeah, all right. Busy, but good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk about your art a bit. How did you begin your journey into visual arts? Well, as a child, my dad encouraged me a lot to do art and we would paint all over the garage doors where he would play music and I would hang out and just paint on the walls and stuff. And we did a lot of that together. So I think I grew up in an environment where it was definitely encouraged and supported. And then I kind of stopped doing it for a few years in middle school. And then high school came and I started doodling in class a lot. And it was frowned upon until I went to MIC where my teachers really liked my doodles and it was encouraged again. And then it just kind of went off from there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Nice little simple journey. Yeah. <laughs> Carrying on what you loved doing when you were a kid. Pretty much, yeah. It's definitely like an inner child kind of thing that I'm bringing out again. And I mean, although it was doodling, it kind of turned into a way more intricate, more sophisticated form of doodling. Um, if anyone said that my art looked like doodles, I'd be a bit upset. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's where they started. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Everyone starts humbly. Yeah. Hey, um, do you have any artists' uh, inspirations when you first started? Was there any artists you kind of looked at and gone, yeah, it's kind of like what I want to do? In general, I really liked sacred geometry and mandalas as a broad kind of art form. And then as a child, I was obsessed with Jackson Pollock <laughs> and um, Van Gogh, of course, as every arty kid is. And then right now, I, I've been obsessed with this artist named Peter Draws, and he kind of does really intricate doodle-like forms and stuff on YouTube. So I'd probably say he's one of my favorites. Cool. Well, nice. Yeah. There's a few in there to have a look at. And some of your work still, you still incorporate the mandala I've seen in some of your works. Yeah. So mandala just means circle. So that's basically where mandala comes from. But I mean, it kind of taught me a lot of different patterns and shapes and forms I could use. So I take those forms out of the mandala and kind of put it in a more of a splat, like a splatter instead. That makes sense. Yeah. So what kind of, like, obviously I've seen your art before and I've seen the exhibition that you had at um, Bloodhound not too long ago. What medium do you prefer to work in? Because doodling's often in class, it's pen and paper or pencil and paper. Yeah. Have you progressed beyond that or is that still your preferred medium? Um, it's probably still my preferred medium, but with better paper and better pens. But I do like experimenting with painting, love acrylic painting and all different kinds of things like collages and oil paints and pastels even sometimes. I don't really go near pencils for some reason. I'm not a pencil kind of girl. But in saying that, I kind of like to mix it around. And at the moment, I've been doing a lot of pen on canvas work, which is fun. Nice. So you've shelved yeah. the old HB. 
Yeah, pretty on. much. <laughs> I no don't more, own pencils. No more exercise books no. and 2Bs and HBs. None of that. I got my pen license in year four and I never went back, so. Fair enough. Good call. <laughs> yeah. They always break and you just sharpen them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too problematic. Hey, do you listen to music when you create? I do. All different kinds of music. I'll, I'll usually just put on an album and it sort of becomes background noise, but my housemate and best friend Lucy Francesca Dron, she sometimes plays music around the house and I like listening to her while I do art. So yeah, she's probably my favorite. Does it help you envisage what you want to do and where the artwork's going to go? I think so. It, it kind of just creates the atmosphere because obviously art is all about the touch and visual sensations whereas if I have another sensory element like music I think it definitely heightens it and you can see that in the artworks. Cool. Yeah. So any you know kind of black death Norwegian folk metal that you're going to listen to and, and go to the dark <laughs> side of your artwork? I mean I could try it would be very chaotic I probably wouldn't be able to do anything like too intricate I think my patients would just go and it would be more of just splatting pain everywhere, which is fun as well. Yeah, you know, just, just experiment a bit. Yeah. So any, you've mentioned, you name dropped uh, Lucy Francesca Dron, who I'm a big fan of as well. She's producing some really good music. Anyone else you're vibing on that we should all listen to? Hmm. I do also love Erica Badu. She's really fun. Always loved Amy Winehouse as well. They're usually my go-tos. So, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now you've had your work featured in some art shows. I mentioned the Bloodhound one. Can we expect another exhibition from you in the near future? Yes, so I'm doing my second solo exhibition in July at a place called Gigbox in Highgate Hill. It's a nice little space that they have there and Bloodhound was great but it was a bar, which was fun, but where I'm doing it now, it's like white walls and it'll be more of a focus on the art rather than it being at a kind of dark bar. So yeah, that'll be fun. So, so will there be beers there? Yes. Okay. It's BYO. Like, oh, oh, BYO. So okay. everyone's got to bring their own beers. Okay. Because right. that, that is, kind yeah. of makes it fun at a bar, right? Yeah, exactly. It'll be an esky beers. I might even bring some crackers and stuff for the hungry ones. It'd be nice. Yeah. So do you think you've found your artistic style or do you believe your style will naturally change over time as you develop as an artist with different inspirations? Um, I think that the development through year 12, which was 2018 to now, so over the past four years, it's changed so much with still some of the same kind of elements and symbols. But I feel like as an artist, I do want to keep evolving and changing as I go because a lot of the times artists kind of take on a robot mentality and kind of pressure themselves to produce the same sort of style over and over again. And I feel like I love where my style's at, but it would be fun to keep experimenting and yeah, so I think it'll probably change a lot more in the future. Obviously the temptation for some artists, like I can think of someone like Ken Doan, you know, that very naive kind of uh, bright summary art because it got popular and people were buying it, yep. the temptation is to stick with that, right? Yeah. Do you think you'd ever kind of maybe get caught in that cycle? It's like, wow, people are buying this and I need to eat, so I'm going to yeah. make more of this? I mean, definitely. If, if there was more, like if more people were wanting it and really liked something and 
there are some people who do like certain styles, but I, I feel like with what I do, it's very diverse and there's lots of different styles to choose from when people are asking for commissions. So I definitely want to keep it broad, but it's the same as music. I mean, if someone gets really popular and famous off of an album and then they produce something completely different, usually the crowd is like, whoa, that's a bit much. So I like to take a slow approach, ease the crowd into it, see what the response is like, and then, yeah. Good, that's a good idea. Yeah, you're right, you know, like, I mean, there's a band, they're no longer a band, but I used to follow, they'd drop an album every six years. And it would be very different because they've grown yeah. up. Like, you would grow as an artist, so therefore yeah. your art would change based on your life experiences, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, it's the same with bands like King Gizzard who have so much music and it's so diverse. I feel like they have such a huge support network because it's all different kinds of people. Like some of some people like their really heavy stuff, whereas other people like their more folky kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so it's about building a crowd without making it too dramatic, <laughs> too quickly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And you came through music industry college when Numpty was going through as well. Yeah. And he's off doing his thing in. You know, we interviewed him for the podcast a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, are there any other local artists that you kind of think we should all check out? I love, I think it's Shani Finch. She's a local artist in Brisbane and also Kezamine. She's awesome. I've gotten a few commissions by her. She's really fun to work with. And yeah, those two are probably my favorite local ones at the moment. Okay, good. I'm gonna draw a line through Jackson Pollock and Van Gogh, but if you could meet and be mentored by any visual artist, who would it be and why? Hmm, that is a hard question feel like I haven't really thought about it, but maybe Peter Draws, who I've already mentioned because he's really fun. And he also, when he makes his videos, he does a voiceover and you get to kind of hear his thoughts and stuff. And it's all very wiggy. And I feel like it would be really fun to work with him. Nice. Right, just wrapping up now um, to let you go to what you've got to do next. Where can we find you online? Like you've obviously got some social media, but what would they look for? Um, so yeah, the, I have Squig Out on Instagram, which is my main kind of go-to. Can you spell that for us? It's S-Q-W-I-G-G-O-U-T. And Squig Out, the name comes from two words. One is squiggly and one is wig out. And then I mesh them together. And I thought I was genius when I did that. But I know it's hard to spell, so yes, S-Q-W-I-G-G-O-U-T. Good, so if you put that in any socials, you'll be on Facebook, yeah. you'll be on Instagram. Yeah. TikTok? Yes, but my TikTok is my normal name. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, so just those other two really. Yeah. And get out and see the show at Gigbox. When is that happening? Uh, 15th of July. Okay, 15th of July, just around the corner, squig out at Gigbox, go and buy a bunch of Phoebe's work. Yeah, bring some beers. Bring some beers, yeah, BYO. <laughs> yeah. Don't spend all your money on beers. You yeah. Save some money for the art. Yes, exactly. Just enough beers. Yeah, just enough. <laughs> all right, thanks for popping by and having a chat. It's all right, thank you for having me.